there. I'm Dr. Marsha, and this is the Self-Care Chronicle, The Break. Each episode, I talk a little bit about what I do as a mental health professional to keep my own mental health and well-being in check. I've done things like playing the guitar, learning a new instrument, planning a trip, figuring out my boundaries and when the best time to leave a job is and things like that. This week, something that has for a very long time been near and dear to me and something that is so helpful in terms of my mental health, in terms of um, keeping myself well mentally each week is I go to therapy and I absolutely love it. It's one hour a week where everything is all about me and, you know, what's going on in my life. In my job as a mental health professional, as many of you know, I'm always listening to the problems of others, trying to help them through whatever challenges they're trying to navigate at the moment. And they're trying to uh, improve their lives. I'm trying to help them through that journey. And it gets really heavy. And I'm working with people who are going through tremendous stress. They're worried about their jobs and COVID and the war and their kids and bills and school and trying to stay healthy and a host of other things. And so it, again, it gets heavy. And so for me, it feels good to have my time at the end of each week to kind of vent about what's going on, to talk about and process all the things in work as well as in my own life. My therapist is also a psychologist, so I just love that aspect of it. I love talking with somebody who just gets it. And my therapist has been doing this for much, much longer than I have. And so it's really great to be working with somebody who not only gets it, but has been there, seen that a million times over. So it's really cool. I've I've never been able to share everything that I see in my work in court with my family, with the criminal stuff, with the family stuff, whatever it is, because it, it makes them worry. And they're concerned with the I don't know what I would call it. I guess the the places the people I work with are at very difficult places in their lives, uh, very uh, unpredictable places in their lives and anything could happen at any moment. And so that is scary, especially to friends and family who love you and they know what you do and they know where you're going into and they know that it can get a little dicey sometimes. And so I often try in the forensic realm and the family realm, I tried not to tell family and friends too much of what was going on, even though I've I worked on some fascinating cases that are really interesting story. It ends up being, you know, ripped from the headlines, a Law and Order episode or a Dateline episode or something out of uh, off of the Investigation Discovery Channel, uh, which coincidentally used to be my favorite channel. But I never felt like I could freely tell them those things because I would, when I did many years ago, I would see the worried looks on their faces, especially when I would leave the house and they would know where I was going. They'd just be like, be careful, be careful, please be careful. So I wasn't really able to talk much about my work. And if you're taking all this stuff in, you have to have some kind of outlet for it. You just have to, otherwise it's going to manifest itself in some other way. So I was holding all that in. I had no outlet and I noticed I wasn't sleeping as well. I was stressed. I was crankier, all that other stuff. And I also, I also don't think it's fair to expect my family or friends, my spouse, anybody like that to listen to stories about work stressors because it just worries them and their role is not my therapist. And so I decided that I needed to have that extra outlet where I could just, after a week of people unburdening on me, being able to do that as well. And I look forward to it 
each week. It's just great. I feel better afterwards. Usually pretty exhausted. I feel better, but I'm tired, but I feel more focused. I feel unburdened. I feel much lighter after it. So it's great. I definitely recommend it. I really think that anyone who helps other people through mental health challenges would benefit from seeing a therapist. I know everybody has their own outlet or way of decompressing, but it is helpful to have therapy as a resource. For some people, they don't want to do that and that's fine. But I would say that if you're helping people through challenges, should be in therapy at some point, especially if they are going to play the role of a therapist at some point in their careers. Because I think it's very helpful to see it from that perspective. So see it from the perspective of being in the chair, being the person who is seeking therapy, as well as being the person who is conducting the therapy is incredibly helpful. And I've always thought that actually I did it in graduate school for the purpose of having that experience as I was starting to learn how to do therapy and work with a lot of different clients from a lot of different backgrounds. And I think it just really broadens your horizons and helps your skills and it helps you to build a level of empathy that you might not otherwise be able to have if you don't know what it's like in that seat and what it's like doing that. And I think my other thing is also just as mental health professionals, we especially for those of us who conduct therapy, we tout therapy all the time. We tell people, you need to talk to somebody. You need to see somebody. Somebody can help you with this. See a mental health professional. And if we're not willing to do that for ourselves, okay. But I think it's very important to ask the question, why? Why as a mental health professional, do you feel like therapy is not for you? Or or do you feel like therapy won't help you? Or do you feel like, oh, I don't, I don't need to have therapy? It's very interesting. It's just an interesting question. And I don't, I don't know the answer for that, but I, the answer to that, but I do think that if this is something that we're peddling, if we're peddling our wares, we should be prepared and willing to use our own products or take our own advice or do the things that we are recommending other people to do. And I think therapy is one of those things. I also just think it's great. I think it's helpful. That is um, something that I do every week that really helps me and it helps me to maintain. And it also helps to have an outside perspective, no judgment and just be able to talk about things and, you know, get things out. So I do love that. I do look forward to it. And it is something that helps me to stay in the game, stay focused and remain of service and remain effective for the people that I serve. Because I think that's important too. I think that sometimes we get into a point where we're just so worn out. And so we can be so worn out and we can be so burnt out that we're not really effective anymore because we're trying to just keep our heads above water. Because it can be a lot when you're seeing people back to back to back and you're doing that all day for a few days a week, at least it gets to be quite a bit. And we all have our outlets, as I said, some people run or swim or do puzzles or whatever the case may be in some people journal. And I have an audio journal as well. And I do like it, but I feel that therapy, like actually having another person on the other end listening is fantastic. I think that that for me is the ultimate. And of course, it's part of my overall self-care routine. It's not the only thing. It's one of many things that I have in my toolbox, but I think it's a vital part of it. And I think it's really helpful. I wonder what other mental health professionals feel about this, because I've heard a lot of different from the people I've spoken with that do this kind of work. I hear many different opinions. Some people are like, nope, I believe in it. I have a therapist. And other people are just kind of like, yeah, if I really needed it, I would, but I don't need it. And I've never needed it. And I don't suspect I ever will need it. That response, usually I, I wonder if that's the case. I've never needed it. And I don't think I ever will need it. That seems more coming from 
stigma of, I don't need to see a therapist. I'm a therapist. There's also sort of the feeling that we should be able to deal with our own stuff without having to seek treatment, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think it's really important to just normalize taking care of our mental health. I think it's important to normalize having a conversation about our mental health. I don't hide that I go to therapy and it's really interesting the reaction that I get from people when I tell them that. Sometimes I'll say to people, oh, I can't, I have therapy on Fridays. And they're like, oh, okay. And there's like an uncomfortable silence because it's like, oh, you're going to therapy. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what to say about that, whatever. So it's really interesting. The people that I, I talk to about what I, who know what I do, think that it's a great idea. You see people all day. You are conducting therapy all day. So it makes sense. I've had people ask before they even knew I was in therapy. They were like, what do you do? Okay. So you, you conduct therapy. You do therapy with people. Who do you talk to? Like who, who gives therapy to therapists? I think all of you should have therapists. And I'm like, and this is from people who are not mental health professionals, but it makes sense that if we are all day taking on everybody else's burdens and we're hearing things that can be really tough and really heavy day in and day out, where does that stuff go? You know, just because you've had X number of years, 10 years that it took to get to be a licensed psychologist or whatever you are as a mental health professional, no matter what it is, no matter how many years it took, it took a lot of work. It took extra schooling and that's fine. But just because we can teach these things and just because we have been taught these things and we know these things and we practice all these exercises, it does not make us immune to having to think about and really be intentional about taking care of our own mental health. Knowing is very helpful, but you still have to be an active and intentional participant in your own mental health and making sure that you can be at the top of your game and that you can hit the reset button and decompress and replenish your physical and emotional and psychological stores. And so for me, that way is therapy. So that is it. This is the break and I will be back next time talking about more stuff that I'm doing to take care of my mental health, to blow off steam, to decompress, to hit the reset button, all that stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye.